Welcome to Confidently Weird. I'm JJ. And I'm Bull. And this is your podcast for all things curious and cryptic, mysterious and bizarre, eerie and unusual. Sit back and relax as we delve into our very own world of weird. Hello again. Hello. So this is our part two mm-hmm. to um, our interview with a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a small recap. Um, I would suggest listening to the first one, but, you know, your call. Um, our friend is what I am calling a visionary, um, which is just a misuse of a word, but it's referring to people that are sensitive, clairvoyant, psychic, mediums, etc. Um, you know, some people just don't know which title is best. Mm-hmm. And I am kind of giving it the entire group and visionary. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, so our friend has always been sensitive or open yep pretty much her entire life yeah yeah as long as she can remember Mm -hmm. she's had friends um like invisible friends but you know they weren't um not imaginary (laughs) right just invisible right to adults Mm -hmm. um she can feel or sense when there's negativity or positivity Mm -hmm. really um, she has what she calls foresight, I believe. Yes. Um, where, <clears throat> excuse me, she can, you know, see things, visions almost mm-hmm. before they happen, but not like in a that's so raven right type it's, of way. It's more like sometime in the future, not necessarily the near future. Right. It's premonition, but not really the same well maybe it is but you know who can really put a right it's different for everyone right yeah so um but yeah anyway she's she calls it foresight Mm -hmm. um and i I, we talked about a lot her sister uh has labeled her an indigo child Mm um her aunt knew that she was different before uh, she she realized it, kind of. Yeah, she she knew and she had some of the family history. Unfortunately, yeah. our friend was unable to um, to really have an in depth conversation about that with her aunt before she passed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, our friend also does have a nephew who is much like her and mm-hmm. none of us would be particularly surprised if he was um similar harboring a gift as yeah. well similar, yeah. <laughs> yeah similar to her um we are trying to keep names out of it for the record yep um, just for anonymity's sake yeah um sort of if you know you know yeah so um today we're going to be like you said finishing up uh the interview mm-hmm. um we're going to be jumping in uh with a couple of trigger warnings yes um so if 
loss of a child upsets you and car accidents right if that's upset you anything if, right we're, we'd like you to skip ahead and uh we'll, we'll come, come back yeah we'll come back in a moment and uh after we figure out how much of a time stamp it is mm-hmm. um we'll let you know when to skip ahead to yeah so um if those do trigger you please either skip ahead or you are welcome to skip the episode i i don't want uh anyone so at this point if you want to skip ahead or click away feel free to do that it's about a three minute segment um and we'll we'll come back around afterwards to get away from the uh triggering topics um, so yeah, take, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a moment here so that it doesn't hop right into it, <clears throat> but go ahead and, um, skip ahead or click away. So, do you have any control? Or do you know when it's happening now? No. Um, no. It happens less often. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can go back in there, please. When, um, when, okay, I still don't know when foresight is occurring that has something happened last week mm. and when it happens i know it's happening versus like that was deja vu but now it's like oh okay okay so you never know when you're actually having foresight but you know when it ha- when the thing happens that foresight right occurred. so there's some things where um sometimes i can have this the same memory more than once, which makes me think that I've had the same foresight thought more than once. And so when something happens more than once, it really makes me think, okay, this is probably a foresight. I just don't know when. Um, that's happened a few times. And at that point, I just have to like pin it. And when it happens, <laughs> I knew it was one of them, <laughs> you know, but then the other times it's like, it could be years. Like, I was praying and praying that the foresight of losing my child was not real. And I've had that since early 20s. Yeah. Just and I've had that fear. had that vision a few times. And so when it was occurring and it happening, even while it was happening, I was just probably like, please, God, like, that must not be real. This is not real. It's not real. Obviously, it was real. And there was no way I can stop it. And I got even more depressed and mad at myself because I seen it coming for years. I seen it coming for years. Even when I got pregnant, I didn't think it would be real. Yeah. And had I actually taken that premonition seriously, maybe I could have saved my baby. And it's something I would never know. Um, I don't think that's. There is a car accident that I keep having a vision of that's going to occur. I'm going to survive it. We heard, and I won't be the driver. It's going to be raining. I don't like being in the car at night and raining because I've always had this vision. I'm in a car at night and it's raining. But I don't 
know if it's real because I never got control over my visions. Because is it a vision or is it a fear? Right. And I don't know until it happens. And I pray it never does. I know I'll survive. I don't know who's in the car with me. I can't see who the person's driving. Well, in the future, if we ever go anywhere, we won't when it's raining. I have a question regarding that. Yeah. um, Speak loudly because you're in the back. Okay. Do you see yourself or are you present there? Like, is it a dream where you're kind of looking over or are you... I'm like me. In the car. I'm in the car. Okay. I'm I'm me. Okay. So I never see myself. So you wouldn't know how old you would right. be. Right. Okay. Like in a sense, I can feel like I'm not old, mm-hmm. but I'm not like young, like maybe 40s. Okay. You view through your own eyes. So. I see through my own eyes. Okay. So I can see my hands. They're not withered. Okay. You know. Um. Okay. So this is um the end of the triggering topics. So welcome back. Hopefully that was. A good timestamp again. End of the triggers, hopefully. Um, we don't think there's anything else in here. So, uh, one thing I did ask our friend um, during that little segment that was is not triggering. <laughs> that was not triggering is um, how she views herself when she has a vision or um, foresight. Foresight. Thank you. Um, and she is basically herself. Mm-hmm. She sees through her own eyes. She's not, it's not like she's hovering over herself, like in a dream or something. Right. She sees her hands as she, if she's in a, her body. Exactly. She can see her hands and kind of gauge how old she is, whether it's, mm-hmm. uh, 40s or if her hands are a little more weathered. Yeah. A little older than that. So... You know, that was just something I wanted to bring up. Just yeah, in case that's a good you, point. Just in case it was skipped by anyone. Um, but I, I just, I had thought that that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. That she sees herself as herself. Yeah. Or through herself, rather. Right, she sees through her own eyes. Yeah, yeah it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's... She has moments um, due to the foresight of blame, like mm-hmm. blaming herself. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's, I don't think it's reasonable. She is mm-hmm. one of the more reasonable people I know. Um, but I don't think that is, um, first off, I don't, she can't really tell that mm-hmm. she's having foresight. It is as much a you know, random dream in your head or um, mm-hmm. a fear mm-hmm. as it is a vision. Yeah. So And that. a lot of times she doesn't know until it happens. Exactly. I, th- I think most of the time, unless she's having, like, where she feels like she's seen it over and over again mm-hmm. until more it than, really happens. More than, like, a case of deja vu or something. Right. Yeah. Just recurring so much. Right. Like a recurring deja vu that hasn't happened mm-hmm. <laughs> um that that becomes obvious to her but mm-hmm. for the most part she doesn't know when her foresight is her foresight until it happens yeah. and i don't it it makes it pretty much moot for her in that way mm-hmm. where she can't really do anything about it and unless she you know 
lives to strict rules having to do with only, you know, negative visions, which mm-hmm. is just... No way to live. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. Then there's no way for her, even if she did live like that, there's mm-hmm. no way for her to avoid the things that happen. Right. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Right. I don't think it's, um, here's a premonition, you know, feel free to change stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a warning, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe an attempt to make her more emotionally capable. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just there. Maybe yeah. it has no purpose, which is unfortunate, but mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's um unfortunately useless foresight. Yeah. <laughs> but um I would like to reiterate that I do not believe no matter what happened that our friend could possibly be at fault for not having recognized foresight as what it was. I agree. I completely agree. She yeah. She unfortunately does blame herself, but mm-hmm. there's no reason for her to. Right. She, she, it, and I know it's easier said than done mm-hmm. to say, oh, you know, you can't blame yourself. But at the same time, it was not in her control. No. And I don't think that sort of thing the sort of thing that you end up blaming yourself for is usually not something that you that really is in your control. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what it is, right? Too. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, I blame myself for this, that, or the other thing, and mm-hmm. it's like, there. How were you going to do anything different? Right. Exactly. So. Yep. Um. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see what's in the next clip. Okay. Yep. I've always had a vision that I was going to have more children. I've always seen a girl. I don't know if it was that girl, but I've always seen a girl. But I've also seen that girl. I've also seen another boy. But, you know, it's a vision, but it's always been a girl. It's always been a girl. A young girl, though. But, excuse me, Kim, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, That's keep switching legs. I get it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, but again, it's like, I I just can't, I can't tell um, with that one. When it comes to being like, pulling other feelings or impact and stuff, that's just kind of almost always a constant. And sometimes if I want to tune in on a person more, actually I can touch that person. Mm-hmm. And um, I can relate on that front. Usually with that one, though, every now and then I get taken off guard by some, like, random energy. But usually the closer yeah. I am to that person, the more I'm tuned to that person's feelings. And if I touch that person, then sometimes I can push my calm energy onto them. Yeah. Like, when he's having his panic attacks, I will hold him and I'll touch him. And I will try to convey my, ener- my emotions and energy into him to help him calm down. Yeah. I do with a lot of people. Like, when... Sometimes he has night terrors and he just, you know, just put my hand on him and he'll start to calm down because I can push my onto you. I try not to do, do it a lot. But, that, totally personal, actually. But do you ever um, try to pull negativity out and like not into you, but through? I have never attempted it. 
Um, because I'm afraid I would absorb it. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have, but I have always been very careful to know where it's going. Like, yeah, it's it's always got to have a very direct path. Like, if I were here, it's got to be mm-hmm. like grounded and it and grounded, but like out out oh, right. outside, out I'm, into the ground. I mean, I, I probably could. I'm not saying well, I probably could, but I probably it's because like for me, I don't like being around negative energy because I don't like it affecting me. Yeah, same. And when people are upset, like I don't like that's why I don't argument. It's not like I'm confrontation. I just don't I don't want that energy to fall off on me. Yeah. I don't And like so it. I'd rather try to help a person calm down, but that's them coming down and trying to push it onto them on me and let them let go. Mm. But I've never really tried to absorb it in. I've uh yeah, I've tried to take it from one person um often. Not not in a bad way, it was no, usually illness or sadness. Yeah. yeah. Just get rid of that um, a little bit. Because, you know, you, you should feel your feelings, but at the same time, sometimes you feel them too much. Yeah. That's true. Sometimes you do feel them too much. And it's... Yeah. So, another piece of, like, the foresight um, is that she's she's had imagery um, of having multiple children. Mm-hmm. Um. Incidentally, I sort of have had uh, little images of her like that too. I, you know, I can picture it. I, I that's nev- easy. Yeah. yeah, I've never actually like had a vision or anything like mm-hmm. that, but I could easily see her having yeah a decent sized family, like four or five kids plus eventually. My head says three. And three's a good number. I yeah. but like I could easily see her having more too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen her in my head, um and I don't know. <laughs> but um I've seen her with the boy she has now, uh, and a a younger girl and an even younger boy. Right. So the current boy that she has is the oldest. Right. That she'll have. Right. Yeah. Yeah, at least in my, um, in my brain. Yeah. But, um, she's had images of of multiple children, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, when she says that girl, she mm-hmm. is currently fostering. Yes. So that's um, why. Which I thought it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, just kind of gestured over there that and that girl. <laughs> Because and she was trying hard not to say names, but as you probably heard, we had to clip yeah. a couple. So yeah, any flat spots are just uh, names being deleted. Yep. And in that clip, uh, she also talks about ta- um, putting positivity into people and taking negativity a little bit out you two Mm -hmm. talked about that more anyway or you did yeah so um there's empathy and there's being an empath and Mm -hmm. they are same but not same right so there's a natural obviously a natural human um feeling of empathy being empathetic Mm -hmm. um and then there's an extremely over over aggressive version of it which is being an empath um and that that is you know walking past someone in the store and catching the feelings off of them that they Mm. you know that they 
are feeling. Not not catching feelings. <laughs> no, not like that. Not but, as the kids would say, catching feelings. Right. But. Right, but um, feeling the anger radiating off of someone, mm-hmm. and I, and there is a fine line between feeling the empathy of you know recognizing the signs of it mm-hmm. and just randomly catching it mm-hmm. and 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 you feel it right it's not seeing it noticing it it's feeling it yeah you've had some instances where you've had to just book it out of the store too or yes. at least away from a certain area because mm. you just were so overcome and overwhelmed with emotion mm-hmm. of some sort of negative emotion that you needed to leave. Yeah, there are definitely times where I need to just not be where I am. Right. Um, because someone or something is, is has very strong emotions and mm-hmm. it's too much. Yeah. Um, it's it's a weird thing to explain. And I definitely had some imposter syndrome with it for a while where it was like, no, I'm just being weird, right? I'm hmm. just crazy. But then it's like <laughs> there are these instances instances mm-hmm. where I'm literally just at my house mm-hmm. and I don't know if someone walked by that was feeling a lot too much or what, but we needed to leave. Right. Like yep. we literally left my house and went to see my mom mm-hmm. one day because I, I got overwhelmed. Yeah. And it wasn't me. I was totally fine. It was very aggressive. Whatever it was happened. Very, it was very, very aggressive. Yeah. Not, I did not like it. Yeah, not necessarily like in a otherworldly. Not necessarily, possibly. I don't know. Right, but I'm just saying it could have been someone with a lot of emotion walking by, like you right. said, and it just absorbed into you by accident. Yeah, yeah. Like I honestly, I at the time i wasn't really in tune with much it was early on yeah it was probably like eight years ago i think closer to 10 we've been maybe yeah yeah we were pretty recently moved in here yeah yeah um but i don't it could have just been someone walking by that had you know recently been in a fight or Mm -hmm. or something or Mm -hmm. was stewing about something right or it could have been something demonic i don't just passing know. through yeah. Yeah. yeah i i really don't know mm-hmm. um I it scared you though and it scared me that you were scared yeah it did it really like i i was feeling a level of really strange level of rage for no reason mm-hmm. at no one mm-hmm. and it was terrifying mm-hmm. um yeah, so so it's it's a very strange thing to explain, because mm-hmm. um, I, f- I think if you feel it, you feel it, and if you don't, you don't. Right. <laughs> and otherwise, it's it's just, it might be really hard to understand. It probably is really hard to understand, because it, it took me a long mm-hmm. time. Unless you're already familiar with that type of stuff, it mm-hmm. may... You may never understand. Not you, yeah. but the royal you. <laughs> um, the everybody. Yes, may not understand just because they're not experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's with, with a lot of the stuff, mm-hmm. like our friend is saying. Um, and I did also ask her in this clip if she 
had ever tried to remove negativity, she tries to push positivity, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Positivity or calm, mm-hmm. um, which honestly is is really fantastic. And I've definitely tried to push my calm, mm-hmm. um, but I also do struggle with having my own calm. Mm-hmm. So it's not always what I try to do. Um, but there have been times when, when um, Bull was sick... Mm-hmm. Um, bull suffers from uh, chronic conditions. You you can say it. it it's just Crohn's disease. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't. Well, I, I, and it, it's I, not that easy to explain. Right. But, but it's a few other things too. Right. Uh, Crohn's disease frequently comes with some comor- comorbidities mm-hmm. that um, that affect a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been times where it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like feeling useless. Who does? But, <laughs> but I, um, <clears throat> attempted to, to just pull it out. And I never really, I don't know if I did anything, mm-hmm. but I tried, you know, I tried my best. Um, I closed my eyes. I envisioned it. I put one hand on, um, my back or arm no, it or was something. definitely your stomach. Because oh, yeah. Crohn's generally affects the stomach, right? Or guts, guts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I generally put one toward the nearest window or outdoor area, mm-hmm. um, and I just I tried to let it go from one hand to the other, just out. like electricity. Just yeah, just to to try to get it out. Mm-hmm. I know this might sound crazy to some people. We're operating under the assumption that there are things happening that we can't explain. And like when we talk about cryptids or any of it, mm-hmm. we will never take someone's experience and say Nah, didn't happen. But we are aware that, A, people lie. Mm -hmm. And, B, people misunderstand. Mm -hmm. Like, things happen that people don't quite or aren't quite able to grasp. Mm -hmm. And they happen the way they happen. Yeah. Um, And so some stories might not be perfect. Mm -hmm. They And... You misremember it a lot, too. Yeah. Especially in high-tense situations. Sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, and it's it's hard to say, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you, you can't say that every situation that we're talking about is completely 100% true. You also mm-hmm. can't say that about any history book you've ever read. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's... We're not going to dismiss anyone's stories. Right. Or anyone's memories. Mm -hmm. Or anyone's feelings. Mm -hmm. But, you know, be aware that as much as we believe or they believe, it's potential truth. Mm -hmm. Everything here is potential truth. So my trying to remove your negativity mm-hmm. or your the negativity that was your illness. Right. The pain or the pain, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Um, it was as much me just trying to have faith that it would happen mm-hmm. as it was me trying to be useful and hoping 
mm-hmm. you know, it, it wasn't necessarily me thinking, sure, I can definitely do this. It was me saying, if it helps, awesome. Yeah, if, if you can help mm-hmm. in any way, great. Whether it's bringing me crackers and clubs uh, and like ginger ale or club soda. I, I, I don't know why I was going to say club soda, but crackers <laughs> and ginger ale or removing toxic energy from me. Yeah. It usually helps. It, even if I don't know. Sometimes I'll get bursts of feeling better a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, we do what we can yeah. and <laughs> it's funny. Um, it was, it's, it's a quote from a show that I watch, mm-hmm. but the funny thing with faith is that you have to have a little to find more. That's not a correct quote. I misquoted, but you got it. Yeah. You understand. You have yeah. to have a little faith to find faith. Yeah. So. Um, well, this has been quite a tangent. It has. A little I'm bit. I'm sorry. It, 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 well, it is and it isn't a tangent. It was a long run for us. <laughs> it was. Um, but yeah, that that basically was just summing up our views of empathy and empath- empaths empaths yeah. i was having trouble sorry yes um but this next section mm-hmm. is actually going to take us into a different somewhat of a different topic the mm-hmm. same with sensitivity and all that but mm-hmm. we're moving out of foresight and empathy mm-hmm. and into some darker things yes. so let's go um as for the last one which is uh, being able to sense beings that's not necessarily still part of this world. Um, It happens less frequently, especially after becoming a mom. Yes. But it still happens, and I have no way of controlling that because I have no way of controlling that because I can't control where they are or when they're going to pop up. Um. I obviously know what it is in time. This is just last weekend. Um, I had a a current. Um, I was going to a laundromat in Elmira. And was like, I don't like you going to the one near my house because it's kind of near the hood. So he's like, oh, there's a laundromat near my house. Let's try there. We were just going to throw the car clothes in, you know, come back in 20 minutes, whatever, like you do, right? And so I walk in. And as soon as I walk in, I get negative energy i don't like this place from the start of it it's like there's two washers that's open and there's like no way in the place the place is completely in and like but it has clothes in it that sweat like somebody just ran out and left the clothes a lot of the machines were like old or had like i just uh, out of order sign and it's like walking like my steps feel hollow you just immediately feel like negative and then i look over in the corner and it's like one of those red picnic play tables for kids and I usually don't see when I was younger I used to see more but I can feel spirit still and this one was not human spirit it was definitely at least I didn't feel human um it could have been an angry human spirit now that I'm looking back at it it could have been a very angry or even evil human spirit but at the time it felt weak demonic to me and but it was enough to let me know I am not in this place alone there was something absolutely sitting over in that corner, staring at me. And I just simply, I had 
walked out and I went to the car and I went over to my and I didn't want to scare the kids. I was just like, I do I said, I do not want to be here. He was just okay, we'll leave. And I had like the clothes inside. And I was like, he was just go grab the basket. Like, I'm not going back in there. Yeah. So he went and got the basket and he stopped for a second. He was like kind of looked around for a second, he got the clothes and left. And he looked at me, he was like, yeah, we're not staying here. Um, and I'm grateful to have someone who, without question, not rapping me about it, not wondering why, he was just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and that just happened last week, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's dozens more. Obviously, when I was younger, it was more frequent yeah. than now. Yeah. I was more open, more vulnerable. Yeah, you're more open as a child. Um, did as a I'm sorry in that particular occurrence. Yeah, he's a minister. very religious man yeah. and a, a minister. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't have the words. Just that. Um, did he sense something as well? He not as strong as I am. Right. Um, but yeah, he was like it. The ear felt thick. He's like it. Just when you walk in, you. When you first walk in, I think anybody will feel a chill. Like, mm-hmm. I think everybody has, like, that's They call it um, sixth sense or, like, your intuition. Yeah. Like, you you feel, like, this ominous aura when you go to places, whether you're sensitive or not. Even if you just walk into some place that you know isn't supposed to be empty, you can sometimes feel something off. But I think right. people just leave that up to thinking... Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just weird. My paranoia, or it's just you know, I'm, I'm overthinking it or something. Yeah, the people have a sense of playing it off, even though everybody has that ability. Mm-hmm. People play it off because they don't want to believe it or you know, whatever. But he yeah. definitely felt like no. Mm-hmm. So even though he didn't have to go in, he immediately believed me just by I guess the look on my face. Yeah, but him going back in to grab the basket, and I just I was outside and blocking. He just paused for a second. He just kind of like looked around. And he just stood there, and me in my head, I'm like, get your ass out of there, let's go. So he picked up the clothes, and he finally comes out, and he was like, yeah, that place don't feel great. So. I'm glad that you're, you know, that he understands that yeah. part of you. It's mm. always scary when you, especially when you're meeting someone new or somebody who's important to you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's been happening it's before I can really remember, honestly. And it's mm-hmm. like, so the thoughts of it would never happen again. It's pretty impossible, right? Yeah. And so whoever you're with has to understand that very specific part of you that most people might think you're crazy or exaggerating. It's like, no, I need you to just put me on this. Like, if we're looking mm-hmm. for a house and I'm not, and I go up to a house and it's like, we ain't going to the house because there's something in the house, I want you to take my word on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't. There is no good deal. No. <laughs> no. No. There's a reason why the house is that price. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I definitely. Did you two discuss it without the kids knowing what exactly you had seen or felt? Yeah, when we got back and the kids were playing in the room, I I did tell him, like... So I think a lot of this clip speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really, really scary um, to think about. And someplace as innocuous as a laundromat, too. Right, like, you gotta wonder what kind of thing happened there to make someone whether it was a very evil person or a very weak demonic presence 
go to a laundromat. Yeah. Or what was the laundromat before? That's true. What were what was. type of land was it? Yeah, because there are a lot of places in our um, area, like in mm-hmm. the basically the the few counties around here mm-hmm. that are very very old. Yeah. Um. Even. Like, our own house was built in 1901. Yeah. And but there's a lot older yeah, around us. Yeah, I think your mom's was built in the 1850s. Was it 18 or 17? I think 18. No, you're right. I'm thinking of somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an old farmhouse. Yeah. Yeah. There's and there's definitely of, older ones, too. Yeah, there's so many places around here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's more ce- cemeteries than you can count mm. with crumbling stones. Yeah. They're just not even uh, beaten down and it's not even all that elementally bad. It's right. just age. Age. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, you really do have to wonder what mm. happened there or yeah. what. What occurred what before is it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, now we are going to go into coping. <laughs> yes so this is what i felt because even afterwards you know i was sitting in the car and you you've seen me like one time I was my hand was touched and i start praying you know yeah um back when it used to happen more i used to keep i i should have some now but i used to keep either holy water or holy oil on me and i would you know do the mm-hmm. and i used to keep it on me i don't know if i had any memory that time but i used to like did i not remember did Wait, I, when you were with us yeah no, no i didn't yeah um, I didn't have nothing this time either, but I would just, you know, I, I said a prayer to myself quietly, and it, 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 it calms me down. Um, I there's times like where, just... there's times where all I can just say is the name for Jesus. I just mm-hmm. say his name over and over again, because there's power in his name, and it's just, and so I can get myself coming up to, like, do a proper prayer. But sometimes it really bothers me, and other times where I can just shake it off. Mm-hmm. So, human spirits are like, like no it's big. the more demonic ones because sometimes human spirits can borderline demonic depending on how hateful or horrible that dark spirit is those human spirits can really affect you human beings with enough malicious intent can can really feel that way yeah so imagine when they still have that power but in the afterlife yeah so yeah especially depending on sort of the amount of time that they've been around or what those that they strike up. Yeah. You know? And every place, every place has history. Every place has history. And so, I've been around positive human spirits where they're just waiting. Yeah. Or they're scared. Or they're lost. A lot of lost human spirits. People yeah. always want to say, oh, when you first die, you go to sin to heaven or you descend to hell. And no. No, there, there is such a thing as purgatory. And I don't know if it's necessarily just a white space of purgatory. I think purgatory is just ghosts waiting to go one way or other. Sometimes they're just scared or lost. They don't know they're dead. Yeah. Or it they can sad. really get stuck because it's like in our human lives, you can get depressed and you get stuck in this space of mind in your own box in your head and you can't get out of it for a lot yeah. of people, right? Life continues on around you, but you're still stuck in that space. You can't get out of it. And I think when you die, you're still stuck in that space. Yeah. I could be wrong. We're going way philological on it. I'm just saying that I'm much, I've, I've lived with ghost spirits mm-hmm. peacefully. Uh, yeah. But I also feel like 
sorry. No, go ahead. Um, personally, my a lot of my theory on ghosts is that they are essentially made of memory. Okay. You know, I mean, I know that they're soul. Yeah, but right. I feel like at least certain ones are a memory so so traumatic or so thick that it continues to exist and it's not necessarily attached to a specific soul sometimes you know it might be attached to an item or a place yeah where something so much something so intense happened it prints itself on it it, it's yeah it's imprinted Mm -hmm. basically so it's just and it's just a continuation of a memory in that particular space yeah um yeah, and I kind of feel the same way about, you know, ghosts as, as beings, mm-hmm. but, <clears throat> like, the idea that the soul moves on, and that sometimes maybe part of it, part of the memory of the soul, Fingers. continues to be yet to linger. Right. Another way. analogy I've always <clears throat> used when we talk about soul or the essence of a person is if you look at a flashlight, right? Mm. Or not flashlight. A light bulb, I got a light bulb. And when that light bulb filament dims out, you're still holding the light bulb. But the, the light is no longer, its light is gone. Mm-hmm. You're still holding the light bulb, the essence of its core, but the light within it is gone. And the light within it is your soul. Mm-hmm. Now, we've all seen maybe that one filament where it has that last little flicker left. Yeah. It's not usable. It, it, it won't show any light. This light bulb is dead. It won't come back, but it still has mm-hmm. that one little ember that won't go out. Yeah. That's the little light that's been left behind. It's not in all light bulbs, very few. But yeah. in some, it's left behind. It leaves a flicker. Now, you can dispose of the light bulb, you can warm the light bulb. But once that light bulb light is out, it's useless. Just like our our, our corpse, our bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, each of us have our light, our soul, right? One day, we will all die. That's yeah. one thing that's absolute fact. We will die. Yeah. We will leave behind this corpse behind. But my light within it will be gone. Now let's say wherever my light goes, let's say that little amber is left. And that could be, you know, some called poltergeist or it is attached to something else or, you know, maybe it becomes goals. For me, I feel like I'm very strongly think that my soul hopefully will be at rest when I go and I will descend on to the afterlife, whoever believes, whatever yeah. that is. But, you know, that's how I see life and the souls. Like, light inside of you like it's not like when you die your, your body just disintegrates right like you're, we're not yoda <laughs> so that's an extra long clip but i feel mm-hmm. like it was better to have it all out i agree okay <laughs> um we did jump the gun just a touch uh versus the interview about being locked on to places and people after someone passes yeah just just by wondering what happened before the laundromat with that spirit well it was worth discussing it is it was yes (laughs) um but i agree like a lot with what our friend said you know the light bulb thing is a good analogy it is it really is because at least I, i agree yeah because you know that spark is your soul and right and and once it goes out 
you know, you either ascend to heaven, descend to hell, or stay in limbo, but the, I, I, I don't know. I just, I thought it was good. I don't need to no, rehash yeah. it, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, when the body's gone, there can still be a flicker, and the yeah. flicker, who knows what it is, right? It can latch on to a person. It can latch on to a photograph, a doll, anything, yeah. a piece of wooden furniture if it was important mm-hmm. to that person. I think what people most commonly think of is it latching on to a location, yeah. specifically the location where they died. Yeah. Um, just yeah. because I, I, that seems to be the most, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily the most common but, of hauntings, but I think that's most, what yeah. most people think of is like a haunted house. Yeah. And what most people think of as the most important place to mm-hmm. that the person was maybe yeah. like, um, some cultures believe in opening a window yeah. to release the spirit afterwards and the soul right. and others, you, you know, it just, it, mm-hmm. it, it depends on what you believe in too. Yeah. And I mean, but there's also the idea of, um, spirits that stay where they are because that's where they're comfy. Mm-hmm. There is a particular one that I'm thinking of right now, um, which is someone who would never have wanted to leave. He didn't want to leave in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't like to particular. He didn't particularly like to go places aside from Walmart. Uh, um, <laughs> yes. And he, I, I think, would have every reason to just stay where he is mm-hmm. as long as everyone he loves is happy. As long as everyone he loves is there. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Is happy, healthy, mm-hmm. where he was most comfortable. Yeah. And I, this is definitely worth going into more mm-hmm. in a follow-up episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're just plain gonna have to go into haunting at my mom's house. Yes. I think that's gonna have to be its own entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll discuss, watch out for that. Cause I think maybe we'll do that pretty soon. We've got a lot to talk about on that one. Yes, we do. So. Um, but yeah, I, I think it just, it varies person to person, spirit to spirit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, like the person you're talking about, he, I guarantee, is still hanging around. For sure, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, okay. There's, there's so more many reasons. Signs. There's more reasons to talk about it, but mm-hmm. one of the things that really stood out to me was something that my nephew did recently. Mm-hmm. My nephew is one and has never met this man that we are talking about, mm-hmm. but is inhabiting actions inhibiting inhibiting exhibiting exhibiting there you go <laughs> exhibiting actions of this man mm-hmm. that were very specific mm-hmm. like the way that he used to sit it's mm-hmm. not it's not normal no <laughs> uh, it's not how everyone sits it's not something that you would see in a lot of people mm-hmm. um so and my one-year-old nephew, yeah. who's never met him, mm-hmm. is doing this. I personally think he's either reincarnated mm-hmm. as him, or he sees him as a quote-unquote imaginary friend. Right. I think he's interacting with yes, him. Yes, I do too, because he'll look off 
and like smile and wave and just kiss his picture. Kiss. Yes. And he, like you said, he, they've never met. Right. This man passed away, unfortunately, before he got to meet his great nephew. Or his... Mm. Okay, that's a very complicated matter. And yes. we will get into it. Yes. But we should move on. Yes, I'm <laughs> sorry. We, yeah, we have very fond memories of this person that we do. we'd like to discuss further eventually, I think. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely. Yeah. It'll be a good one. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into that mm-hmm. maybe next time. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there was a lot to talk about, but I think we honestly went over most of it with our friend mm-hmm. previously yep. um, in the recording, so mm-hmm. I think we can go on to the next bit. If, I agree. Okay. I, think, I think we're good to move on. All right. We already discussed how often things occur. Yeah. So. It's completely random. Yeah. Um, but as I've gotten older, it all of them occurs less frequently than when I was younger. Without your own influence on it, because I know that you did try to close the door mm-hmm. and that it's a bit open, but do you feel like you grew into or out of it or do you feel like that was your own influence on it um i think we grew together like that's a really hard question because obviously i had influence over it with closing it to a point to where i felt stabilized it's like you know how like with radioactive you have like a half hell half life or it's yeah. like yep. too crazy and then you have to wait until it stabilizes yeah but if you go too far down you're like no so i think along with age my own perception learning about it and just growth i think my ability has stabilized okay. to where where <laughs> you know it's, yeah, to where it, you are yeah so you can exist. Right. So I think when I was a kid, it was just like that brand new nebula star just fiery and just spit out everywhere. I'm like, ah. And, and now I'm, we're, we're nice and calm and we've, we've made an agreement where we're out of good space. Do you think it would have stabilized without you? I don't know. And it's like, there's, I, don't, I don't know if I can answer that question because I remember when, you know, as a child and how alone I felt and how I had to hold so many secrets about myself and how I and so I never hated myself but how much I wish I could just not it was scary you don't know it's scary because you don't know when you're doing it or why and then when you see scary things why me and it makes you think what's wrong with me and I'm the problem and so I feel like if it didn't stabilize in a state of as strong as it was, I don't think I would be the person I am. I think I'll be more of a erratic, maybe not happy person because yeah. it was just it would not be well. Right. I think this clip speaks for itself pretty well, mm. but I do have to say one thing. This is the second time that our friend has said the word alone, mm-hmm. and. Both times, it has absolutely gutted me. Mm-hmm. There's something in the way that you say it 
my lovely bestest friend. I love you. Okay. You're not alone anymore. No. (sighs) It's just so heavy and just oozing Mm -hmm. with like sadness and it is just that word. Yeah. And, And like in your everyday life using the word or whatever. But when you're talking about something like this, it just feels extra heavy. Yeah. You know, it just feels so much more weighted to it. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's, I don't know how it absolutely gutted me. Mm -hmm. Just that one single word and Mm -hmm. oof. I think because of how much emotion she put behind it because she had felt it. It wasn't just, yeah, it wasn't just her saying, you know, I was alone by myself for 10 minutes or something. Like it wasn't a casual alone. It was, it was a reflection of how, yeah, it was a reflection of how this sort of thing made her as a child. Mm -hmm. And, especially because we are such close friends with her Mm -hmm. but even if a stranger was talking to us about it it would Mm -hmm. still be heavy yeah i should reiterate that our friend is actually in a really good place yeah um she's she's stable she's great Mm -hmm. yeah um so every every bit of this heavy and um intense Mm -hmm. stuff is She's good. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah. Um, so I just I just wanted to bring that out there too. Um Thanks. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm about to ramble a lot in the next clip, so yay. Have fun listening to that. <laughs> well you you did say earlier that <clears throat> like when you encountered a thing, mm-hmm. you usually try to have some holy water or holy oil. I feel like when we were together mm-hmm. and you had that very negative experience, which by the way, we don't go there anymore. Um, okay. Was it after what? Yeah. Yeah. We, we always felt bleh, going yeah. in there. We never felt good about it. Yeah. And I know that bull is sensitive. I'm more sensitive than bull. Yeah. Is way more sensitive than either of us. <laughs> um, and we had an event happen in which we went to a place that Bull and I had felt uneasy in before. I warned Kim when we went there. Yeah. Um, uh, you, well, you did fairly warn me. I think you very had, much so, yeah. You did. From the time I put my hand on the doorknob, immediately yeah. it was like, oh. Um, yeah. But because people I know that aren't super sensitive mm-hmm. have felt not great yeah. in there. Though she will not admit that it's because of the place has had trouble breathing there, which was one of the things that happened to Bull and I. Yeah, remember, and, was yeah. it the breathing or was it my stomach? Remember, it was like, like what's my breathing, right? It, it was, was that one section. I was like, it's always the breathing. I can't you walk catch in my breath. and turn to the right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it was every time, but I thought that, you know, we'd be okay if we prepared ourselves, but um, yeah. we made a heck of a rush out of there. Yeah. So more on that. So we did turn to the right and, you know, within a few minutes, I would say, I, I felt tightness in my chest like I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And when I mentioned it to JJ, 
um, we both decided we were going to turn. So we turned away from when we were walking. Immediately felt better. Um, I seen this really sketchy, like, rocking uh, tri- uh, tricycle in the corner. Like, that was weird, not going towards that. But other than that, we felt fine. Excuse me. We started going through our rounds of the store. Everything was looking good. I was being sure not to touch anything just yeah. in case. And then JJ was looking at something on a display, and I was walking towards the far end. And I think my foot just happened just to graze the threshold going into this next space. And I felt a presence grab my hand. And it absolutely was done. And it, the pure touch of it just made me cold to the bone. And like I felt like my stomach clench. I immediately felt sick. I withdrew my hand immediately. I immediately started just trying to say Jesus in my head. I just told JJ, like, we got to go. You gotta go now because in that instance, like, it's like you're being attacked by like cold and fear mixed into one, and it's irrational. You know, it, I've been enough to know what this presence is. It's not good. We make a beeline straight out the store, and now like my heart is racing, and I'm really hoping it didn't attach itself to me. So I'm just sitting here holding my hand and I'm praying, and JJ is like obviously concerned, and I just like I really have to like center in. And like focus myself because I know how strong I am. For me, I am a spiritual person. I do believe in the Holy Spirit and I know that's within me. And for me, it's like, you can't hurt me because I am protected by a stronger being than you are. I'm protected by the Holy Trinity. And so I just have to continue praying within myself. Like, you know, um, and eventually the, the feelings subsided. And I think I kept holding my hand for a while because... Mm-hmm. Even though we were out that store, we were driving away from that store, I can still feel like you ever had somebody grab you really hard and you can still kind of feel it a little bit. It was like that. Eventually, it went away and it's gone. And it's been a long time now. Um, But yeah, that was not one of the best moments. It was another one. um, I can tell you the story a different time when we went to the bed and breakfast I told you about. And I went into the white room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was not, that was another really bad one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, but during our trip. Yeah. Um, for the record, this is a one of those eclectic shops with... Consignment um, stores, right? Like a consignment store, but it's got like a hundred different shops in it um, for different people. And it's got crafted things um, and, and mostly antiques and vintage and like reclaimed... Um, what's it called? Estate sale kind of things. Yeah, and some of them are so old, and like one of the things that I happened to see there that really hit me very not well was an old doctor's bag. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah that that just did not yeah that click well with me at all. It made me feel kind of sick. You did get pill. Yeah. So we um we left out of there, but. If I remember correctly, you didn't have any holy water or holy no. oil on you, but I believe you asked for water. Like, we gave you actual, just plain water, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. To, and you rinsed your hand with that? Mm-hmm. Or, I just... Um, because you know, water is cleansing, obviously. Water is cleansing, and I just wanted to rinse my hand off. And even though I'm not a pastor, minister, preacher, or any sorts... But, you know, I did pray over the water. And while I was pressing my hands, I was still praying, hoping that, you know, I did try to r- rinse my hand. So I did ask for water. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Water has its own cleansing. Then I drunk some. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like really yeah. dry all the time. Yeah. Water has its own um, yes. properties, you know, not just literal cleansing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason yeah. why they baptize you in water. There's a reason why when other things happen, it's in the water. There's a reason why when, you know, water has its own healing properties. You mess with water. Yeah. So. Take this bit as your reminder that there is magic in the mundane. Water is more than just hydration. Mm -hmm. And that can be said for so many things. Water has as much power in it as anything if you believe hard enough. (laughs) It's all about faith, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, But this place... Has so much energy in it. Oh. Um, some of it's so good. <laughs> and some of it's not good. Mm-hmm. And some of it's just energy. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, for Bull and I already, it was super... <laughs> Loud. It was a really overwhelming place yeah. to be. Um, and I had had to leave there before. Mm-hmm. Because breathing issues. <laughs> um and anxiety anxiety not to knock you but you do have oh no i do have anxiety yeah but this was a different type of anxiety this was yeah really intense and overwhelming all at once yeah for for no visible reason right and it it's like that for a lot of people in that Mm. place to be fair, there's just a ton of stuff in there. A lot of antiques. Yeah. But those things have energy. Yeah. <clears throat> and people attach themselves, like we said. Yeah. And, like, I... There's a couple of people who do sort of, like, ghost hunting sort of stuff. Mm. And um, sort of spiritual stuff that I really kind of would love to get to go here. Um, but I don't know. That's probably not going to happen. Um, <laughs> but it would be cool, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd also like them to go to my mom's house and the house that I used to live in, which are both things that we're going to talk about in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this place is just wild. Even people who aren't usually sensitive yeah. to much will still feel overwhelmed or get a little breathless. Yeah. Or or almost do the thing where like a double take, like, did I see mm-hmm. that correctly? Or see something move out of the corner of their eye and nothing yeah. will be out of place or anything. Like, yeah, weird feelings on your yeah. back and neck. Hair standing up on your arms. Yeah. So it's one of those places. Yeah. And uh, it's just it, it's so much (laughs) yeah it is so much um we are for the record we are coming to the end but this is a long episode so um sorry we did have to cut it into two um but still gonna be long so Mm -hmm. thanks for being here this long (laughs) and there isn't a whole lot more but thank you again for sticking with us so far yeah a couple cool stories left over so here you go I can still feel the intensity of 
you grabbed my hand to demonstrate, but I swear I can feel the intensity of your feelings like up my arm. I'm so sorry because I'm thinking no, it's okay. back it's at okay. it. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Me recalling that memory, I just gave it to you. Yeah, it was a lot. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I have that memory too. For the record, also, there was a ring in that store that yeah. actually saw and mentioned had very nice, clean energy. I still have it. That I went back and bought for yeah. her later. <laughs> it was so nice. It was a complete surprise. I had no idea. Well, I, I felt really have. bad about what had happened. And the, that was the one thing that Kim saw and was like, this has really nice energy. And I was like, yeah, that's important. <laughs> that's a good thing. So I purchased that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was an important thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you got to experience a little bit of empathy live. Yeah. And I I love that you were pulled into her memory. Yeah. Just by her grabbing your hand the same... Or was it your arm? Uh, she grabbed my wrist. Okay. Um, The same way, like, on that day she had. Yeah, it wasn't um so much, like, feeling her memory, because I could still see mine. I can still see mine very mm-hmm. vividly, because I remember her face just pale. Mm-hmm. It, she just paled out really mm-hmm. fast. You know, they say, you look like you just saw a ghost. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, she was grabbed, and she was ready to go. Like, yeah. I, it was the, we were walking into the section of the store where there's, like, a huge shelf of glassware, um... And we did not get to that section. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, She just paled out. And then when she grabbed me like that, um, when we were discussing it and she, she was demonstrating Mm -hmm. it, I felt every bit of the emotion she felt that day. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, (laughs) I assume I did. It felt like I did. Um, But I could, I could feel her recalling those feelings. And I could see it too. Like I was watching during most of the interview and Mm -hmm. I, I, she had closed her eyes and was just doing it out of memory. Right. Yeah. You know, and just, it, it was scary Mm -hmm. to see. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I actually, even just uh, hearing it again, my neck's a little bit tensed up. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we laughed, like, to kind of let up the, the, tension. the tension, but, you know, that's kind of what you do, right? Yeah. Like, make it feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was very, it was a very intense moment, mm-hmm. a very intense memory, mm-hmm. and then her recollection of it and demonstration really oh it it jolted right up my arm uh when she grabbed me like that yeah and i think on the way home a couple hours later you had even said that you still felt it yeah i could it was it was really uh, intense (laughs) intense i'm yeah yeah i'm the recollection of the emotion is is in me now Mm -hmm. (laughs) um the way that it would be if it were my own memory. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I feel. Like I, before I felt the anxiety uh, that I felt for my friend, and I felt really, really guilty. That's not gone, but I also feel the um, the fear, mm-hmm. the intensity of of 
oh crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, As but, if it were a person, like a living person coming yeah, at you. Yeah, if someone jumped out at you, yeah. you would feel the same thing. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I think it's a little more intense because obviously you can't see. Right. You but, don't know what type yeah. of being is coming yeah. From where? And knowing that I feel uneasy there, mm-hmm. um, and warning her. So I gotta say, it's a really cool store. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to show her also she was hanging out with me while Bro had a surgery. Mm-hmm. So that's why we were, um, basically killing time. Yeah. Uh, but it was... I, I really, I warned her as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes seeing is believing, though. Yeah, well, no, I'm sure she believed me. I, mm-hmm. I know she did. It was just that I thought, we both thought that she was protected enough. Mm-hmm. And, and prepared enough. Prepared enough. Yeah. And I, it was, it was more than I think both of us realized. I don't know if there was something new there, because it's a constant come and go. Yeah. In that place. It's a rotating door. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, maybe it was something new that mm-hmm. jumped out a little bit more. Maybe I would have felt it had I been on the right side, but I was mm-hmm. on the left, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, you were asking me, do I use any relics or um, oh, any objects ritual or yeah. rituals? Yeah. So um, we're talking about the water. I pray. Um, there's been many a times where I've been around... Um, the Wigger and the Mnemonic, and I've been attacked, been approached, I've been accosted. And it's because, you know, they try to break you down to see how how strong are you really, or they can tell you're sensitive, and it's like, oh, somebody I can actually play with, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and for me, I, I pray, because again, I feel like I'm protected by a stronger being than you are. And so I, there's times where, you know, especially the really strong ones, and I'm terrified. I will <laughs> drop down to my hands. I mean, I just pray. So I guess for me, that's my strongest arsenal against yeah. the demonic. Your strength is in your faith. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Is it specific to a... Um, oh, what is the word? Sect is the wrong word, I think. But is it specific to someone, or like, would a rosary be something you could use to protect yourself? Um, I've never used the rosary. That's more like you know, Roman Catholic. You know, the hell. That's Mary's. what I was trying to say. Yeah. Roman Catholic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, you know, same same Holy Trinity, same faith, but different arches, right? Yeah. If I really wanted to use a holy trinity trinity or if you use holy oil or use one holy bible they're all more or less semantic objects that you use to pray with you don't need anything to pray with like a kid who wants his teddy bear versus a blankie it's a comfort right yeah i don't need that thing to pray okay it could and help that per- that person in person enhance their their strength in praying or their beliefs but it's not at the end of the day it, for me you know, like for me, I would, I would sometimes I carry around holy oil or you know holy water because that's what I feel like will help strengthen me. But everybody's different in that aspect. 
Yeah. All okay. at, at the same time, at the end of the day, it's just belief in prayer. I wasn't sure on the yeah. religious. No, I'm so for the that. record, I'm non denominational Christian. I'm just right. more of a worshiper and follower of Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not with big religion, but I, I do believe in the Holy Trinity and Jesus Christ. Sorry, sweetheart. The Savior. So. I'm just trying to treat you like my cats, and you don't like that. <laughs> be rough. <clears throat> so, do you use any means other than prayer? Because I know that um, to protect yourself. Just the holy water oil, holy oil sometimes, okay. which is why I'm out because you know sometimes you you gotta use it. I wish to apologize for my religious ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> we just remembered the word denomination just a few minutes ago while we yeah. were listening to this back. I'm going to admit I didn't. You did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's not um, within my realm of expertise. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Mine either. So I apologize, too. Um, yeah. But that was uh, just a... I guess that that one pretty much speaks for itself. Just mm-hmm. a question about um, if <clears throat> there's any protection other than holy oil, holy water, and prayer. But that's mm-hmm. what she uses, and if that works for her, great. Yeah, you know, I I wasn't sure if there was anything else that that could be useful, right, to her specifically. Right, I would purchase it for her immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah. Another silly question, but I'm going to ask you. Go for it. Can you sense other people that are like you? Yes, you can. Hi. Hi. I don't like the ones who like to come inside. Then throw the rest away. Okay. Um, yes, not every single person. It's not like, hi, my name is you or this. But then <laughs> it comes to, I think, birds of a feather flop together. Yeah. I think at first you do so subconsciously. Yeah. But then after, like, oh, I'm really drawn to this person. I like that person. They have a good character. You know, you can be drawn to a person, but as you get to know that person, you go, oh, that's why I initially like that person because, you know, mm-hmm. they're like me. Yeah. Um, like with me and JJ, we are literally nothing alike <laughs> in real life. Yeah. Like, uh, the fact We're as that different as they come. As they come, but it was just something about JJ when yeah. I first... When we first met, I was a sophomore, freshman, literally nothing in common. And I don't know what it was. I had no idea who JJ was. Just like, hey, you want to play Egyptian Rescue? That That sounds weird. <laughs> and it's a very stupid card game. Yeah, stupid card game. And then, I don't know, it was just something about JJ. I was like, yeah, sure, random stranger. I would love to play. And one of my best friends now. But it was just something about JJ's who essence of, you know, who they were. It's just like. This person's cool. And as we got to know each other, even though we have zero anything else in common, really, we have... Animal lovers. That's animal it. lovers. We were animal lovers. And um, JJ's cat at the time liked to try to smother my kitten. <laughs> and well, not with affection either. It was affection. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Take it out of competition, maybe. But So um, we've been friends now for 16, 17 years? Going on 17 years. Yeah. But, um, you know, we don't discuss having, being assistives or um, yeah, not visionaries really. often, but it's something we do have in common. So if I need to vent to JJ about something, I know that, you know, understand what I'm going through or, understand, you know, where I'm coming from. And the same same thing with, with JJ. Yeah, okay. we're on a comfort level there. Yeah. Handled. <laughs> um, okay. 
I feel so much more comfortable talking to JJ about these experiences sometimes more than my own family because I know I'm not going to be judged or look at yeah. like you're crazy or weird. Because we um, live in the same bubble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same way, Lynn. So that's an important thing, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be comfortable with yourself and have friends that are like you. Yeah. Well, no. Have friends that are... Understanding of you. Yeah. It's, it's just a bonus if you're like each other. <laughs> I'm not always, you know? That's true, <laughs> but I mean, in this instance it is. Yeah. We are so very, very different from mm-hmm. each other. Um, I've, I've never wanted to parent children. Mm-hmm. I have never been even a little bit organized. I am... I'm not half as social as she is. Mm-hmm. Um, Even your jobs are, yeah, have been different in the past and stuff. Yeah, everything, everything mm-hmm. about us, other than where you went to college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we like animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but every, yeah, we're we're not the same, even a little bit the same, um, other than besties. Mm-hmm. Um, opposites attract sometimes so you know that's yeah. what they say yeah and not just for you know romantic no. relationships but platonic. platonic soulmates man yeah <laughs> hey that's a subject yeah that's a good idea for a later date mm-hmm. um yeah anyway let's go into the next bit uh our friend is about to tell some fantastic stories mm-hmm. of when she was young Oh, okay. The little girl? Yeah. Okay. So when I was very young, I mean, I was young. I always used to play with this girl. I forgot her name. I knew it was a little girl. And she wore old-fashioned clothes from back in, like, 18th century. And we used to play together all the time. And um, my imaginary friend, as you will. And as I got older, I didn't see her anymore. But... You know, you, you get older, you know, you, you, you door starts close. But remember one night, I was home completely by myself. My mom, my sister was out with her friends. My mom worked late so she didn't get home until after 11. And so, I don't know, I was about summertime. So I was out of school, I was like maybe 13. And so I decided I'm going to stay up and wait for her. And I was downstairs watching TV and I was laying on the sofa. And I remember waking up in my bedroom and I was tucked into bed tucked in so you can't tuck yourself in right uh, and I remember waking up and I'm like I was tucked in tight I had to kind of like pull out of my covers and I'm thinking huh I must have fell asleep on the sofa and my mom must have brought me to bed she never tucked me in but sure why not it's a motherly thing to do so I remember getting out of bed and I run over to her room to say hi to her and she's not in there so I look in the bathroom she's not in there so I go downstairs she's not downstairs so I'm like I look outside, I don't see her car, so I'm like, oh, maybe she ran to the store or something after she got home. So I sit back on the sofa, and I wait for her to come home. So about a minute or two later, I see the lights of her car. She parks, she come in. And I say hi. She said, you know, I'm like, oh, what what you leave for? She said, what are you talking about? And where are you here and you left? She's like, no, I'm just now getting home. I'm like, ma, you were here before. She was like, what are you talking about? She said, is somebody else in the house? So then I'm like, yes. You know, by this time, I realized when you say something weird at my age, you know, you just backtrack. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I was just dreaming it. Um, Still to this very day, I don't know how I ended up in my room 
tucked in my bed when I was home alone the whole time. <laughs> and I really believe it was the little girl who I was friends with when I was young trying to reach out to me again. Um, it is a little sad. Um, the other one that told you about the old man, we lived with a few years. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was an old man. He wore these big heavy boots. I think he was a white man. He was aware we were there because sometimes spirits aren't aware of you. Yeah. Um, most people aren't aware of spirits, but we were aware of each other. And sometimes my friends would come over and we always told them, oh, you know, they hear steps upstairs. Who's upstairs? Oh, that's just the, the old man goes. Your house is haunted? Yeah, but he, you know, he don't bother us. He hated rap music. That's one thing. He hated rap music. He would either like mess it up or like turn it off. Like he would scramble it, but he hated that music. He didn't mind other music. Um, sometimes like if you're coming into the living room, you feel like a cold chill. That's him more or less leaving. So he usually don't stay in the same room with us. If, you know, if we're upstairs, he's downstairs. If we're downstairs, he's upstairs or whatever. Only times I did notice his presence definitely in the same room is like during Christmas. He likes watching us open presents. Um, he was a fan of some sports. Um, he was always in the room sometimes when football was on. Um, other things. I remember one time the TV changed to like NASCAR once when I was watching TV and I changed it back and I changed back to NASCAR. Okay, you know what? You watch that. I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> um, I got to see who wins this. Hold I got to see who wins. But he, he never bothered us. We went on moving out of that house really without incident. But we live in the house with this spirit for years. Well aware. I was probably more aware of him than everybody else in my house. Um, my sister used to be aware of him, but as she got older. She was just, oh, we just made up of us kids. You know, you get older, you forget stuff. You know, the world takes over. Yeah. But I was always aware of him. And as we were leaving, and before I closed the door, I just said, you know, nice living with you these last few years. I hope you find your way to the light or something like that thing I said to him. But I remember specifically saying bye to him. Yeah. Um, And then I didn't feel him at the time when I was saying bye, but as I was closing the door... I felt him behind me. Not to push me, but like, I think he was like, yeah, no, I can, I can, I didn't, I didn't turn around. Or nothing, but I can, as I was walking out, I can feel him. He had came into the room behind me and hmm. that was in a, that saga because we had moved. Yeah. So those are two good stories. Yeah. <laughs> good stories. We needed some good ones. We needed some good ones. Yeah. We're going to probably do a hundred more ghost episodes too. Okay. So we can definitely go. You can, we can interview 800 times. I have too many. <laughs> those are two good ones though. There are not that many good ones. Those are two good ones. Okay. So those were a couple of good stories as they point, as she pointed out, as they pointed out. Um... I actually love those stories. Yeah, they're they're wholesome, you know? Yeah. They're actually nice and reassuring. Yeah. That not all spirits are bad or neutral yeah, even. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean she had a friend. Mm-hmm. I, I have always loved that story. She's told it to me. Well, I mean, I've heard it. Obviously mm-hmm. she's not gonna tell me the same story over and over, but um, with telling bull or mm-hmm. telling it here, I've heard it several times, mm-hmm. and I it just I don't know. It makes me smile. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's great. Nice. Yeah, it's comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any good recollections myself. Like I said, 
future episodes, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've got some ghost stories for you. Um, most of them are neutral. N- neutral to negative. Yeah. 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 They're not particularly harmful or dark, but they're not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah. So. I don't have any that I can think of off the top of my head, but maybe by then I'll remember something I've suppressed or something. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe by then we'll have investigated and you'll have some. There we go. Oh, yeah. Oh. That'll work, too. <laughs> the sake of if they wanted to say would you be willing to communicate with one that wanted to communicate with you um i wouldn't be opposed depending on what if it was a good spirit and they're coming at me with good intentions i would be open to talking so i don't think one has ever tried well besides the little girl obviously yeah um, no, you know, honestly, if I've really tried, the old man probably would have said something or talked or something, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know. Like, I, I was so young and that's when the door was obviously wide open when you were a little kid. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily, I don't think I would be opposed to it if it was a good spirit. Okay. Or at least a calm spirit. Mm-hmm. Would it still freak me out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's going to happen every time. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question that I have is one that we already very thoroughly know the answer to. Oh. Have you ever wished you couldn't? Um, that, I don't know. Because yeah. the door closed once. Oh, that's true. Um, it was when I first went off to college. Mind you, I was a sheltered child, okay? I was always surrounded by a parent or parental figure, um, very tight-knit family. So I didn't get much chance to venture when I was younger. So going to college was my first time away from my family ever. And I was homesick. I was stressed. It was, I think, the the stress or being the shock of leaving home and now around these all these people that I th- the door closed. And for the first time, it I felt empty. Something was wrong with me. And that's when I really started doing my research because... Now the door was closed and I felt hollow. It, it, it felt wrong. I felt not me. It was like a hole was left inside of my soul. Not just my body. Like it was a, a hole was left. And so I really started doing like, okay, that was the first time in my life I realized I was born this way because I've never been without it. And it was sickening. It was hollow. Yeah. So when I... I think once I calmed out and the stress alleviated and I got over being homesick and the door opened up and it came in like, it was like a go damn, right? Like where normally yeah. this trickles through, but when a door closed, it was like building up. And so when it reopened, it's like, whoosh. Yeah. And my brain went, <laughs> surrounded by a bunch of horny college kids. Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> and the different emotions. And I was just like freaking out i'm like i'm losing my mind i'm losing my mind i'm going sick and tracy that offered it i'm like i can't be here i was like i can't be here i'm leaving i can't do college and tracy being sensitive she was like how about i take you home for the weekend we'll take we had we'll take a nice long weekend we'll leave on friday we'll come on late sunday i'll take you home and that rest that reset really helped me and when i went back to college i was normal me again yeah um 
stable. But that experience, <laughs> having the door actually closed, even briefly, was enough for me to say no. No, I, I would not want to fully close the door. Um, now, now. Now. When you were a kid. When I was a, when I was like seven, eight, please close the door, slam it, shut it, lock it, done. I want to be normal. But now, you know, I was, ever, since, ever since I was like 19, 18, 19, uh, I, after the door was closed, you, you never miss what you never had, right? Yeah. Once the door is closed, I never wanted to close again. Not fully. Mm-hmm. I don't want this thing to fully open up. No, I don't, 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 don't do that. Stay as we are. Stay stable. Yeah. I'm happy. I've been happy being stable. Stability is good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, truer words, right? What? Stability is good. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that that's <laughs> one of those top five phrases of our lives, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I thought that that was a, that that question was a ringer, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, I know that as a child, she would have said, "Yeah, no, just to be normal, just if to nothing be normal. else." Yeah, but I am glad that she's settled into where she is mm-hmm. and the, how she is. Yeah, and that she's okay with it now. Yeah, and yeah, come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's great to have someone who can relate on such subjects. Yes, definitely. And won't judge like she said about us, too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, so we've got, I think, one last segment, and that brings us to the end. I think you're right. Alrighty, let's hear it. Um, I'm just hoping your viewers, if they have any questions, I'm more than happy to do a part two or talk more about stuff but i guess for your viewers if any of them are like how we were when we were kids and you're questioning who you are with your abilities and your esp i would say there's nothing wrong with doing your research and the internet is such more of an accessible place than when we were younger yeah if i had access to those things when i was younger maybe it would have been a different outcome so you listening to this podcast already show that you're already reaching out mm-hmm. and that's a great thing, and if you ever have questions, obviously you can message JJ. Um, to let me know, and we'll read every comment. Just be oh, and the Discord. Yeah, be authentically you. Be happy in who you are. If you have questions about what you're going through or experiencing and stuff, reach out because you know mm-hmm. we've been there. We're still going through it. And it's like I wish I had someone to talk to. I wish my aunt freaking told me that she had it when I was a kid. That would have been such a great help, Auntie. Yeah. She's, you know, rest her soul. Maybe one day I'll reach out and talk to her one day, you know? I think what you were trying to say there is to be confidently weird. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> be confidently weird. Embrace your weirdness. Be yeah. authentically you. Yeah. Um, but for real, be an open-minded skeptic because yeah. you can't trust everyone and everything yeah. on the internet. Right. Um, yeah. and it's not all bad okay like it's seriously bad. it's not like oh my god that person's a horrible person or they must it must worship the devil to have powers like how mm-hmm. I was raised to believe when I was a kid not true not true people right. it's not <laughs> you're just uniquely you and be happily confidently weird yeah with that <laughs> Well, those were some pretty wise words said from our friend. <laughs> yes, she's a wise woman. I suggest uh, going with that. Yes. <clears throat> um, 
I think uh, that definitely sums it up. This is a very long episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for being here. I'm sorry it's so long. (laughs) Yeah, especially, you know, broken into two parts still, too. Yeah, we honestly could have, maybe should have done three, but we did them separately. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, this is a part two. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you for, you know, listening through if you did. And Mm -hmm. if you skipped around, that's okay, too. If you even left to go do something else and forgot about us, that's okay, too. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, At least you tried. Again, apologies for animal noises. And child. Child noises. I don't know what I was planning to do, uh, how to edit this before, but... Apparently, I lost that knowledge and decided to do, like, live interview mode. Mm -hmm. Um, Next time, we will be more conscious of creating a quiet workspace. Mm -hmm. A noiseless background. Yeah, and not being so um, loose with it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I still think that it was a really valid and good interview. Mm. Um, And our friend is... Uh, really great and wise. And and like she said, if you have any questions or feel like you're alone, you're not. But Definitely not. Feel free to get a hold of us in any way that you wish. Mm-hmm. Um, and just we'll pass along your message to her and give you a response if you need it. And, you know, yeah. just... No, you're not alone. Yeah, she is definitely not hard for us to access. Um, if you guys do want a part two, if you want to hear some more of her stories, I think we're going to do some more of her stories in some future ghost episodes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you've got specific questions, we can do a friend Q&A. Yeah. Um, and but, she'd be happy to answer any questions. Yeah, I think she quite enjoyed it. Yeah. So um, I think she'll be happy to be part of the podcast in the future. Um, and we will be happy to, any excuse to hang out, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Um, I think yeah. that wraps up this episode. Yeah. And again, if you do feel alone, have questions about any of this stuff, mm-hmm. just are curious um we are we're here on most podcasting platforms we are on instagram we're on twitter discord um, discord we have a discord um the links to which all can be found on our uh profile here um or you can reach us at um confidently weird pod at gmail.com um, so yeah, I mean, feel free to reach out okay. if you have questions, concerns, comments, stories, suggestions, stories, we will definitely, definitely accept listener stories. That would be mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so yeah, great. Um, <laughs> this massive part two is finally over. Last time we super appreciate mm-hmm. you listening all the way through to here mm-hmm. if you have. So please take care. Bye. Thank you for journeying with us. To carry on, our links can be found at facebook.com slash confidentlyweird. Don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, be safe, be kind, and always stay confidently weird.